the campus of Asbury University. This is The Smokestack. Welcome to another episode of The Smokestack. We have a special guest with us today, Mr. Paul Stevens. He is the Assistant Vice President of Institutional Research and Effectiveness at Asbury. Assistant to the Regional Vice President. Assistant, yeah. So we're going to dig into that a little bit more later. And we're also going to ask the question today, what is the best Asbury tradition? So we'd love some feedback from our audience um, in response to what we say today. But before that, Luke, what's on your mind today? What's on my mind today, and also for the past couple of weeks, is being a senior and not knowing what I'm going to do after I graduate. A real struggle. It's a real struggle. I think this is a plight a lot of seniors go through. I've kind of had an identity crisis of where I'm going and what I'm doing. So if you're a senior out there and you don't know what's next, I just want you to know you're not alone. Demarion, what's on your mind? What's on my mind? So I just got back from Tori McKinley's apartment, and she made these cookies out of cake mix. They were like the lightest cookie I've ever had, and that 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 is on my mind. It's so good. Not yeah, o- not only the graphic designer for the smokestack, but, but a baker. But she a made baker. dinner. She cooked dinner. She's a legitimate baker. Yeah, yeah. Zeke, what's on your mind? So I was sitting outside the cafeteria today, actually prepping for this podcast, and I looked up, and I've had this thought before years ago, but I thought, what would it take to make the area right outside the bistro, the roof of the cafeteria, Mm. a place where you could have like tables, a hangout area, a rooftop? I know that's probably been brought up before and discussed. I want to say I heard that it was a potential class gift before. And they ended up not being able to do it for whatever reason. So there may be a lot that is keeping that from happening. But what what would be better than having outside the bistro, outdoor seating area, live music? Mm. Like you mean Friday. like above the little foyer of the calf? Well, yeah. If you look out, like in, if you're in the bistro, you'll look out the window and right. there's the rooftop. It has rocks on, it, I think, right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. if you can make that into like a food, like a bistro version of Kresge rooftop, right? I think that would be sick. That would but be who sick. knows? Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Paul, what's on your mind? Man, all these things are, are sounding good. So they're on my they're all, they're on my mind. Uh, they're on my mind right now. Um, uh, what's on my mind is like when did politics become a pejorative? Like like you can't you can't just bring up stuff anymore with people saying like, hey, don't get political. Like, hey, you know what stinks? That people get shot every day in America. Oh, don't talk about politics. Like, well, hold up. We can't just like have a free exchange of ideas because somebody like hijacked and made everything all awkward and tense and rude. Like. That's not cool. I think we think of that. So I think I just on Asbury's campus, we sometimes think of that as just like, oh, it's an Asbury problem. But I think that's everywhere Absolutely. because everything is so polarized. Yeah, for sure. And that's unfortunate, right? That it we is. Can't, we can't even uh, enter into the, you know, two, two people sharing thoughts and, and whatnot. Those are a lot of good thoughts. So today, again, we're asking the question, what is the best Asbury tradition? Damari, on initial thoughts. Best Asbury tradition is High Bridge Film Festival. Mm. It's a solid time just to kick back, relax, watch your friends' movies, but also just dress up. I love putting on a suit, so being able to dress up, get some free Chick-fil-A, watch a movie, it's a solid time. Do you wear any more than your normal amount of rings? When you, you, you dress up for High Bridge every day. <laughs> every day is High Bridge for Demarion. Uh, do you wear a different gold watch for High Bridge or the same I one do, you usually wear? It's, it's typically the same one I usually wear, uh, but I just got over... Uh, summer, I just got some of my, more of my grandfather's rings. Uh, so, so more rings. So look out for Demarion's ring game this yeah. year at Highbridge. You know, okay. I think Highbridge is a great option, but I'm going to have to disagree with you. And I may be biased, 
But I think that Johnson Christmas Come on. is the yep. best Come on. campus tradition. I think who doesn't love Christmas? I think everybody is like, you know, people love dressing up for Highbridge. People love getting fancy and going to watch films. And you kind of feel important like you're at a film festival. <laughs> um, but who doesn't love just like the happiness and joy that comes along with the Christmas season? Yeah. And I think Johnson encompasses that and brings the whole campus together with some good snacks, occasionally some cider. And everyone just gets to enjoy Christmas. No doubt. Do you have Johnson, Paul, do you have Johnson Christmas opinions? Mm, I'm pro Christmas and pro, pro, Christ- pro Johnson. Definitely I'm, pro double, I'm double pro Johnson Christmas party. Nice. Yes, 100%. What do you think in general? Best Asbury tradition. You know, I'm going to take a hot one. I'm a hot take on this one, right. Zeke. Hot take. Uh, assigned seats in chapel. No Come on. <laughs> that is that's super hot. That's a hot take. That Here, is let, super let me, hot. Let me, let me break it down. Why? Let me break it down. The concept of a chapel buddy is a cool thing. Like someone you Absolutely. may have never crossed paths with that you yeah. get to like force to be with uh, several times a week. That's, that's a pretty cool thing. I also would uh, 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 tout the virtue of like forcing people to be amongst people who may be of different mind than they are. In other words, I think if it was just free range, people who had a bad attitude about chapel would all congregate in the back and just have a bad attitude together. And if we can mix that up amongst uh, the masses, I think there's there's a better chance that folks might actually pay attention and get something out of it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of value in that. I've actually had the same chapel buddy two semesters in a row. That's wild. Shout out to Amanda Lee. The, the odds of that Amanda are staggering. Lee, I know. Even, even with the class, I mean, Asbury classes are pretty small, but even with a class of 250, the odds of that are pretty slim. And and we actually, last week's episode, episode number three, was about chapel. Ask, we asked if chapel should be mandatory. And that's like a good thought there, even with assigned seating. If it wasn't mandatory, or if there wasn't assigned seating, then it would, it would probably look a lot different than it did now. So that's a little throwback to last week. I also forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode, Logan is one of the normal hosts, me, Luke, and Logan. He's actually out today. Um, he is at a music engagement in Lexington. So we had Damarion on last week as our guest. He killed it, so we thought we want some more. So he's, he's back graduated. He's, 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 sitting, he's sitting in for Logan. Around. Sitting in for Logan today. Um, yeah, I think that's that. the assigned seating is a hot take for sure. I didn't even, in, in preparing for this, I didn't even think about Highbridge somehow. Yep, I but totally skipped over Highbridge. Because I, I was thinking Asbury tradition, I was, I was trying to rack my brain for everything, and I didn't even think of Highbridge. That's, I mean, that's a solid pick. I think even what I would like to open up is like class tradition. Is that, do you consider class tradition one, one unified tradition or class hymn? I mean, that's a big part of it. Um, and then even then you got start talking about legacy games in the last couple of years. And some of this stuff is the last five years. Johnson Christmas, I think, Paul, if you can speak to this, I think it's like 20-something oh, years yeah. old. It goes way back. So I think it goes back to the John Morley days of Johnson. So, yeah, so I mean, some of these things, especially if you're an alumni listening to this, some of these things you might have, may have been active when you were here in some. So I think something should be, should be said about a deep and long tradition and class mm-hmm. tradition is just something that's been a pretty big part of Asbury. And I think more or less some other schools have tradition like that, but I don't know if, if anyone really matches Asbury's class spirit, class unity, um, and class tradition. So I think it could be interesting to, to see if maybe class tradition should so be. Are you talking high. about, are you talking about class tradition in the sense that like class spirit and we do these activities together on campus or yeah. like, 
traditions exclusive to certain classes? Because I'm not sure if I'm even aware of any of those. Well, no, I just think in general, the tradition that Asbury has of of naming the, the class names, oh, right. yeah. the, the class hymns and doing things as a class together. I know that, that other schools and colleges might have something like that, but Asbury's put a lot of emphasis on it. And I just think it's cool that, that people from previous years, like you probably, a lot of people I'm sure remember the classes that were there when they were at Asbury. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, I think there's something there Asbury tradition wise that, that I like a lot that I think, I think class tradition should be at least considered up there. Oh, the for list. sure. Yeah. So is that your pick? For top Asbury I, tradition? I, I think, well, yeah. I mean, I'm open to other ones. I just think class tradition should be considered. And so we'll, we'll kind of get into this later, but Paul, you were RD of trustees Correct, yeah. for a number of years. So I think only to be fair, if we're going to shout out Johnson Christmas, the TV drop, as Ooh. much as I hate to say it, <laughs> the, the TV drop is a, is a good tradition. It is. I, was, I considered I, TV drop not, when I was. I thought about, about TV this. drop, then I was like, "Ah, oh, Zeke's on here." Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and that's and that's what you, that's that's a fair that's a fair call. But I I think the TV drop as much as I as much as I have never been and probably will never go. I think TV. <laughs> you're, you're anti TV drop. I, no, I'm well, not. I'm not. A family event on like a like the Hall family a family event during finals week always falls on yeah. the TV drop night. We uh. we intentionally place our what we call Hall smash on the night in the same time as TV drop to kind of separate the men from the boys when it comes to who's <laughs> who, who's a real Hall member. There, but, there will never be a more unique tradition than TV drop. Yeah, I can and, guarantee yeah, no right, other right, school right. anywhere. And and it's it's a sustained tradition. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Do you have any idea when that originated? Oh, 100%. I forget the fellow's name, but he got he got mad during finals week, grabbed his own television set, opened his window, and yelled, study this. No Threw his TV way. out, and thus it was born Amazing. on Second East yeah. Trustees. That's awesome. Wow. 100%. I'll never forget the day. I'm a brand new RD, and, and you're just getting to know guys. And, oh, it was yeah. when you were RD. No, no, no. Started, well, oh. it started before me. Okay, I, okay. I couldn't tell you the exact year, unfortunately, but I'm, I'm a new RD getting no folks in. And guys are like, oh, yeah, we throw TVs out the window. And I'm like, come what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And sure, shooting, still going. So was your first job at Asbury was as RD? That's right, yeah. I don't mean yeah. to get into the interview yeah. too soon, yeah, but I was just gun. curious. 2000, yeah. 2004, it was a crazy time. Okay. That's wild. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I do. I respect the TV drop. Um, I think Johnson Christmas, I agree, Luke. Johnson Christmas has got to be up there and that's I mean I would I would guess from what I understand that that the TV drop and Johnson Christmas are roughly the same age I think Johnson Christmas might be a bit older would be what I would assume but I know that those are both um, like in the grand scheme of things pretty long-standing traditions so I just think I just think Johnson Christmas is so well loved <laughs> and TV drop is a great event because like it's finals week everyone's got stress and aggression and it's a safe way to go you know, vicariously live out that aggression through guild. It's guild, right? Yeah. It yeah. does that? Okay, good. Yep. Um, but Johnson Christmas is just a place that everyone's happy and peaceful and joyful. I just think those emotions trump aggression and violence. I'll give you that. As a yeah. trustee, yeah. a trusteesian uh, emeriti, uh, right. it's pretty one-dimensional, the right. TV drop. It's it's just a little bit of gravity, some cheering, and then it's done. <laughs> Gra- <laughs> the Christmas takes you a lot more places. I'll right. grant you that. Yeah. And... I would even for recent years, I think some traditions that are that are well loved. I don't know. I don't know if you could call them the best Asbury traditions. Late night breakfast, I think, mm, is a solid, solid one. Time. Good, solid time. good one. Biscuits. Um, yeah, you got it. I mean, I what I love about that is a it's just nightlife is cool no matter where you are. If you have people hanging out, like 
at that hour. I think it's fun. And then I love that that staff and faculty mm-hmm. are there serving up the eggs and the bacon and whatnot, yeah. pouring drinks. And, and I think that's pretty cool. So I think late night breakfast, and I wonder even how long for all this stuff. I don't know how long late night, late night breakfast has been around. But I think late night breakfast is a really good tradition. Mm-hmm. And in the same vein, like the back to school bash is one that I think is really I've always loved like that energy coming back to campus. And I've usually been here early, but everyone kind of rolling in, doing stuff on the green, music bumping, all that stuff. I So I've loved that. Mm-hmm. But any others? I'm just trying to think. I, got, I think we, We've kind of beat around it, but I got to give an honorable mention to our residence hall experience. Like that's pretty unique to us, especially in the guys' halls. Like that's that's really cool community that just happens. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, it's something uh, that really makes us unique. I love it. Yep. Coming from a guy who spent a year in the apartments coming back to Johnson, I can really attest to that because I don't think, and I'm sure in other dorms this is a thing, but especially at Asbury, it's such a small school where people tend to know each other. It's a really special thing to just go out in the hall and be able to hang out with up to like 15, 20 guys at a time and just live with them and do community with them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I thought about going to the apartments, but every time I think about leaving the family, it's a, it's a tough time. Yeah. Well, Best hall. And it, Best hall. I'm glad that we have you on here today, Paul, because so far on the podcast, we've had me, Luke, and Logan, who are all family men, Damarion, who's a family man, and James Ballard, who lived in Johnson. And then we have Maggie, but obviously she's not. So we have some trustees <laughs> representation. We have some trustees representation for the first time on the smokestack. So you got to you got a momentous occasion. You got to you got to love that a little bit. But uh, but yeah, I wonder even the difference there between Asbury tradition, the tradition that we like that we live in, and Asbury traditions. Because I would say all, most of the things we mentioned like our events traditions. Mm, right. I mean Asbury tradition, you start getting into like. Wesleyan holiness heritage and you start getting into like chapel as a whole because chapel is something I would consider an Asbury tradition it's our it's in our tradition but it's not a a tradition as far as like a regular schedule I I feel like it has to be like a a yearly or semesterly thing to be a tradition opposed to just our collective Asbury tradition right Mm. so any any other events that you think deserve an, an honorable mention I think I'm going to stop it there for myself. Yeah. I think, so, I, I think I'm going to stick with Johnson Christmas as my okay. Luke top says, pick. Luke says Johnson Christmas to Marion. I have to change it to Johnson Christmas. Hey, yep. It's my favorite now, holiday. Now mm. that you guys are saying that, I've got to go with Highbridge, honestly. <laughs> no. um, I, I don't know how in the world I missed that, but now that you now that Demarion mentioned it, that's just not only a solid tradition, but one that I don't think is going to go anywhere for a very, very long yeah. time. Paul, what do you think? Mm, hybrid is hard to argue with. It's yeah. a it's a great celebration of a lot of hard work that goes into it. I only wish there was a good way to replicate like kind of all majors and programs in a similar kind of venue. But for what it is, that's that's hard to argue with. Awesome for the second out, episode in a row. Buddies. We're split down the middle. We're split. Yeah. So yeah, we're fifty fifty for the second second week in a row. So once again, the audience is the tiebreaker. So we'd love to hear what you think. What the best Asbury tradition is. Um, we'd love to have some feedback. Follow us on Instagram at the Smokestack Podcast, and we'd love to interact with the audience a little bit. Y'all let us know what your favorite tradition is. So that wraps up our discussion for today. Um, So you've been hearing him speak, but we have Paul Stevens on for our interview and as our guest today. Again, he is the Assistant Vice President of Institutional Research and Effectiveness, which is a pretty hefty name 
So break it down for us a little bit, Paul, what you do and what your role is at Asbury. Mm, well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Great yeah. to great to be here. hanging out with you guys with some cool equipment. Um, yeah, long, long and short, um, I get I get the opportunity of just helping answer questions as they arise, helping make sure Asbury's doing what uh, uh, we hope it's doing and identifying places that we can continuously improve. So it takes me in all kinds of directions. I mean, today I was I was in some pretty exciting meetings, planning some stuff. I was punching data into the computer because the federal government tells us we have to report certain <laughs> data points and things. So it's it's uh, it's all over the map what I get to do day to day, but it all ultimately um, helps support the mission, which I couldn't be more excited about. So. I literally think I've got the best job on campus. I get to do all kinds of things. I'm the guy that sends out surveys, takes your feedback, analyzes, see what's going on, and report it to the right people. Um, get to get to be a part of like focus groups, hearing from students, and and uh, couldn't be more happy about the work I get to. I think this is important for students to hear, but you really read the uh, the survey results. Word, yeah, word word for word. I mean. Depending on what the survey is about, somebody else is reading it too. But absolutely, I read I read word for word. I get a kick out when people are like, "Hey, if anybody's reading this, email me at." I get to be like, "I hear you, I hear you. What's up?" Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. Every 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 iota is is read and accounted for. Awesome. Yeah. Paul is a cornerstone of SGA. I, I gotta say that. I gotta say that. Um, so I got a question. I respect any man that loves a good burger. Uh, what's your favorite burger? Oh, Five Guys, hand down, hands down. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the grease is coming through the paper bag before you even get started, it's going <laughs> to be a good time. <laughs> I say the sloppier the, bur- the burger, the best. Yep. That's yep. Yeah. Five the Guys better. loaded up with all the stuff they got. Uh, have you ever had a Shake Shack burger? I was disappointed. Really? I, I yeah. think. I think. I've heard our, a lot of people say that. Yeah. 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 I really enjoy Shake Shack. <laughs> our, our friend, our friend Kevin Brown, once wisely said, uh, "Happiness is expectation minus reality." Ooh. Which is pretty, which is pretty deep, as you'd expect from Dr. Brown. Uh, but uh, I think I was pretty high expectations, and it, and it let me down a little bit. So that that buffered my experience for right. sure. Five you, guys, wow. five guys. I yeah. like it. I like Five Guys Burgers a yeah. lot. I take value. I mean, as col- as a college student, I take value pretty seriously. And Five Guys is one of those places that will say the burger six dollars, which it is. Then the fries are three dollars and the drink is two dollars mm, and then the condiments are fifty cents or whatever it is. So it's like <laughs> you go and being like, dude, a six dollar burger, let's go, and then it's like fifteen bucks. So you're so you're a cookout guy. I'm a cookout. Oh, gosh. Hot I'm take. Cookout has cookout a solid guy. burger. Cook, cookout solid burger. So burger. You walk in with five bucks to cookout, you are yeah. feasting. That you is are. The truth. Honestly, we might have to do an episode just on local cookout. Asbury's favorite burger. What is Asbury's favorite burger? <laughs> this is this is the honest truth to get to get off a little rabbit trail. My wife and I have talked about like what kind of franchise could we get into, right? Like could we because there's some kind of franchise that Jesmond County needs, and uh, Cookout has 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 come up. I yeah. think it, I think it would go crazy. I think Cookout would blossom oh, yeah. in Wilmore. Well, you know what the crazy thing is is you go there on a weeknight, and UK is what ten minutes, five minutes from Cookout, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe closer. Asbury's 30. It literally takes 30, almost 30 full minutes to drive to cookout. And there will almost, almost always be a table of Asbury people at cookout. Love it. Almost always people, someone who drove 30 minutes. If it was in Wilmore or Nicholasville, good grief. I think, I think, I think probably 50 students would go. 30, I honestly, I honestly think it would become like the first, um, place people would go instead of going to the bistro, like on Saturdays or Sundays yeah, or even easily. in the evenings, people would easily. go all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's a lot there for sure. Before we hop to another question, do you yeah. do Lex uh, the Lexington Burger Week? I have not. No, no. Is I've it, ne- it's I've endorsed. Did you run us through the Lexington Burger Week? Yeah, so it's like a week of nothing but burgers. So there's like certain restaurants in Lexington that do this, um, and there's like an app and everything for it, and they have a burger of the week 
and it's I went to Brew Burger and a couple other places, but Brew Burger had the best burger that I've had. It was it was pretty good. I do enjoy Brew Burger and Burgerfy. Those are good. Those are I good burgers. I'm, I'm going to need a West Coast listener to uh, to call in, to tweet in, and try to explain <laughs> to me the hype around In and Out Burger. I know it's I not agree. good. No, I've heard it's not all this crap. I was not. I went to Cali last year and I had it one time, and it was for me. It was right in there with Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. How I felt about that, it was like expected to be really great. Got it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't anything to bring to a podcast and brag right. about. So, so that that can. Uh, that can end our burger conversation. Although <laughs> I could, we could probably spend another 10, 15 minutes. It sounds like arguing about burgers. Um, it sounds like Paul, you do a lot with numbers mm. and, and, uh, data. Do you ever get lonely? De- <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get lonely just dealing with numbers all day? Well, How, would, yeah. what, what type of interaction do you get during a normal work day? Yeah. Well, it's going to get worse for me because Fletcher early is getting torn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and, uh, uh, TBD on where my office is going to land. So, um, yeah, come, come find me and make sure I'm still doing all right, right. from time to time. <laughs> if, you, if you could, this is, this is the honest truth. Well, uh, uh, most recently, I've been I've been listening to a lot of uh, the Smokestack podcast while, I've been, while I've been uh, uh, hitting the numbers. I, I will literally put on some headphones and flip on episodes of The West Wing just to have like office chatter and banter in the background yeah. while I'm while I'm fiddling. That's with a quality numbers. show. It is. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a, yeah. So I, every every iota of my personality type would tell you the worst thing I should be doing for myself is sitting with a bunch of data, but the end game of it is phenomenal. Like. Ask me to balance a checkbook or something I don't care much about. I could take or leave and fall asleep, but even, this stuff's legit. Yeah, even following up with the that that whole idea. So your office is in Fletcher early right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of? Because I love when if you read a list of the people that work in Fletcher early, you're like, man, I want to hang out. I think someone said that in chapel today. I want to hang out or work, well, what today? ASC meeting. It was ASC meeting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, just the people that that are in that building are phenomenal. Yeah. What what's that? kind of community work community like do y'all all hang out and like open your doors this is kind of one big office space or is it do you interact with most of those people on a daily basis oh yeah absolutely it's 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 very uh, collegial open doors you got a question you need something you can you can pop in check in on how everybody's doing it's 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 a phenomenal work environment summers get you talk about lonely. I mean, yeah. Asbury in the summer is a, so there may be some mini golf games that have broken out in Fletcher early over the summer it. Um, you know, like little, you got to force yourself to come out, everybody take a little talk break and go back to what you're doing. Cause it is okay. quiet. So I want to, I want to zoom out a little bit from like day to day, um, duties and ask you, what was the career path that led you from after undergrad to mm-hmm. Asbury and where you are now? Yeah. Um, very poignant moment in my journey. I, well, let me, let me back way up and keep an eye on the clock because my, uh, uh, my resume is not really what you're asking, <laughs> but, um, no, I was, I was an undergrad and, um, late in high school kind of decided, man, I don't want my career to be about seeing how much cash I can get. I want to see about helping folks and helping folks in the name of Jesus. And at the time as a young buck, that meant like church ministry. Right. So I went to a Christian school pursuing that kind of end. And uh, I was literally in a preaching class my, my senior year and a, a student, a fellow student preached a sermon on the vine and the branches and talked about, you know, when the vine, when the vine is connected to the branch, it just does. Right. And it, and it, kind of gave me this cool perspective. All right, Lord, what have you just made me just to do? Like, who have you made me to be? And uh, like y'all, I was student leader, RA, that kind of stuff. And I was like, man, this this Christian higher ed thing, 
it's legit. Like this is where lives are changed and I, I want to be about this. Right. So it, 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 uh, dovetails kind of exploring that dovetails with meeting my wife and, you know, betrothment and all those good right. things. But, uh, long story short, it, it left me, um, you know, anxious to find a place where, and at the time I specifically want to invest in young men. Right. So I wanted to be a, a male RD at a Christian school and, uh, Lord opened the door here at Asbury and, that's how I found myself in, in this spot in August 2004, and it's been a good ride ever since. So, um, yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was very much an experiential thing. Shout out internships, find find places to kind of explore, see what you're into, and uh, and go from there. I think I think the vocational search is much less stressful than we often make it to be. Like, just, just do you, yeah, right? Right. Just do you. So going off of that, I have a question on what are some good habits that you think um, – just through your experiences are good to adopt to get you from where you were to who you are now. Mm. Yeah. Um, best thing you could do for yourself. Author by the name of David Allen talks about the concept of ubiquitous capture, meaning it's something that you've always got near you that everything you need to remember where you need to be, what you need to do is in the same spot. It all funnels to, to right there. That's you can't not let your brain try to retain your to-do list where I got to be at eight o'clock on those things. You got to have gadgets and stuff doing that for you and let your brain be all that God made it to be. So get yourself a good system of ubiquitous capture, hundred percent. And that's a, that's got, a Christian author. Uh, no, he, well, I, I have no idea where he's at in his, in his faith journey, but he, he writes more on like, like leadership, productivity, right. team, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would say to learn to say no to stuff. Like, there's going to be a lot of good things that come your way and uh, you gotta, you gotta say no to a lot of good things to pursue what you ultimately need to be about. So you just mentioned your wife, meeting your wife a second ago. Tell us a little bit about your family. You have some kids. So tell us about your wife. During, and your kids. Yeah, during our stay in the friendly confines of Trustees Residence Hall, our first uh, our first son <laughs> came along. So he was an infant in the in the building, which created a lot of cool stories. He he literally had a little onesie that had a chicken on it and said "chick magnet," and guys would like compete to see who got to push the stroller to the other end of campus. <laughs> That's awesome. Just to see what was going on. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, first one was born there. And uh, we're now up to uh, uh, four kids. Number three down the line is uh, is adopted from the foster system. So shout out to uh, adoption and foster care. If you got any interest at all in being a part of uh, um, being a foster family down the road, highly, highly endorsed. Uh, we need we need good people doing that all over the place. So sure. uh, that's awesome. Uh, yes, yeah, so we, awesome. we got four kids just uh, uh, picked up another puppy along along the line. So. Uh, things are bustling in the Stevens house. So, Paul, I was on the phone with a buddy of mine earlier, and I mentioned this to you a minute ago, but um, he asked me, you know, are you guys recording again this week? And I said, yeah, we're recording tonight. He said, oh, who's your guest? And I said, oh, Paul Stevens. He goes, no way. He goes, one of the three great bald men on Asbury's campus. <laughs> so I just want yes. to hear you talk about some of you, you of a term you, you mentioned a couple minutes ago, just being bald in America. Yes. And what does that be- mean to be- you? Being bald in America. Well, uh, yeah, this, you don't pick this haircut. This haircut finds you. So if, if, you're, if your genes align such that you get to join the bald brotherhood, we welcome you uh, whenever that time <laughs> may, may find you. Uh, my, my story on baldness, uh, when I was y'all's age, I was like doing the hair product thing and primping and all that stuff. And I got to the age where I was like, you know what? That's, that's not what I want to be about anymore. So I just buzzed. I got the old clippers out and buzzed and buzzed her down. You did it yourself? 
Did the buzz myself. I love it. Only to find there was not as much up there as I thought there was. <laughs> <laughs> so the process, the process had begun. And then I learned that bicking it is actually easier than the buzz because, you know, like keeping it, doing it yourself, you, you can't see the back of your head, but you can, you know, feel it while you're just bicking it down. So I picked up the bick move along the way. And uh, here bick as in a disposable razor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm more high. I'm, I'm on to like the five blade roller ball. <laughs> yeah, but bick, bick the just Gillette as Pro a, Glide. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I got you got you got you got as much noggin as I do. You need all the technology you can get. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of of baldness, I don't know if this is jumping the gun, Luke. I don't know how much you want to be public with this, but you have mentioned possibly being bald sometime down the road. Yeah. So does, this, past, does this encourage you? It does. Or? The past couple of months, my hair has been falling out, and uh, I actually I was in the studio not long ago. And I was talking to Owen Howard and I was like, you know what, man, I think I made us grow out the beard and uh, get rid of the hair. And uh, he said, Luke, let's be honest. Your hair is on the way out. So just enjoy it while it's here. And wow. that hit really close to home. It kind of hurt, but I'm, I'm yeah. almost excited now to join the bald club. I, 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 there is that there is that season, probably like a cycle of grief or something. We just need to come to terms with, all right, it's going. And right. I think once once you're just doing whatever you need to as it's going, there is some freedom to that. Just, Absolutely. Just kind of let it go and do what you need to do. I got a confession. A couple months ago, me and my barber cut my hair, and he's like, your hair is thinning right on the crown of my head hmm. on one side. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a tough life. But are you are you joining the club? <laughs> I, I think I'm Soon? joining the club. Are we talking in college? or? Well, my dad went bald at 20, so I'm 20. Not too far down don't, the line. Yep. Don't tell me in, in six months I'm going to be the only person in hair, with hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there may still, if, if you want to keep your hair, like this this modern technology, Rogaine and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like right. I'm, I'm so far off the ledge, there's there's no coming back except for Velcro or duct tape or something. <laughs> but but you, science may have some work for you. You know, I think I pretty much accepted my fate. I'm not, right, I don't right. think I want to spend the money on a keeping my hair around for longer than it needs to be. That's fair. Yeah, that's I feel fair. I feel like we just slipped out of the smokestack and went into one bald man <laughs> g- g- giving giving advice <laughs> advice and encouragement think, to two future bald men. I think and I, I'm just kind of sitting here awkwardly just listening. I can I can be honest with that's like now people are going to listen to this and say, "Oh, that's who Paul Stevens is." Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a nice bald population on Asbury's campus though. I could think of a couple. Yeah. Joe Bruners He's is he he's not quite bald. He's a, he? no, he's a buzz guy. He's a buzz I think, guy. I, he could he could have like flowing rock star locks if he wanted to. He just. Yeah. I would love to see Joe Brunner but grow his hair out. He has a he, he has a pretty short buzz. Yeah, very short. Keeps it high and tight. No mistakes. Yeah. I was actually talking to Kevin Brown, Doctor Kevin Brown. Well, yeah, Mister President, Mister President, and, uh, too. He, I told, we were talking. He said, "Oh, the beard's coming back." Because if you didn't hear in the first day of chapel. Dr. Brown himself shattered out the mustache. <laughs> um, uh, anyways, I said, you know what? I actually maybe my head may be looking like yours here in a little bit. And he goes, you know what? A couple years after my wife and I got married, he said my hair was thinning and I was getting fat. And I told Maria, I said, hey, my hair is thinning. I'm getting fat. And she goes, oh, honey, your hair is not thinning. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, but I am getting That's fat. Great. Great. <laughs> if, if this makes Kevin Brown and Paul Stevens... Those are power players. Power players on Asbury's sure. campus. The bold for brotherhood. Sure. Both, the I I mean I think you should expect a large number of our male students to graduate college and go bald because of the influence of the prominent men of Asbury's campus. Mm, their hair follicles yeah. are going to be like, no, I want to be like that guy. I'm out of here. <laughs> Paul, to pull us back into Asbury just a little bit. Uh, what's your favorite part about Asbury? Oh wow. Um, are all the big picture things just a given? Is that is yeah? Just like through the Asbury experience, anything. 
Man, um, I, I love, it, it, it sounds cliche, but I love the community we have here. I love that we've got you know, top to bottom, like people that, people that care, that care about our students. Um, you know, as handsome of a man as Kevin Brown is, more than anything, he loves, he loves students, right? And he wants, and that trickles down everywhere. I mean, people, people are here because they want to be about your life and investing in you. Some of the best advice I can give students while they're here very practical take advantage of your professor's office hours like i'm amazed when people don't take advantage of professor's office hours i mean see what's going on in class help have them help you out uh but get to know them right like we know an incredibly impactful thing to students formation is being in relationship with the faculty and staff around them and uh, i love i love uh the student leadership that we have i love how we get to empower students to to lead and help perpetuate that culture grow that culture uh so the communities it's uh sounds cliche but it's my honest answer Awesome. Last question for you. Right now we're in the midst of a season change. The weather's getting cooler, starting to feel nicer outside. If you had to rank the seasons one through four, what would be your ordering? I'm going spring, fall, winter, summer. Summer's last. Summer's, summer's dead, dead last. Dead well, last. And, and some of that has to do with the fact that you were just saying a second ago, summers are really, aren't, aren't great for working at Asbury. That's a good point. That's a good point. Does but, that have anything to do with it or is no, it strictly it has, weather? It has to do with Kentucky. And I'm a northern guy, right? So I'm not used to, you're, you're in Mississippi. So yeah. you may you may think you've stepped into paradise when you come into like 98 degrees and uh, 99% humidity, right? Because that's, 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 yeah. that's better yeah, than, that's than Mississippi. Uh, no, I, I hate walking outside to get the mail in August and breaking a sweat. I'm like, what circle of Dante's Inferno have I found myself? I just just feel like the month of August, I'm just sweating all the time. And I I, I don't want to live like that. Um, So that's dead last for me. So spring, fall, winter, summer. Yes. That's pretty crazy. That would not be what mine is. I think winter would be my last, but winter is probably. Oh no, absolutely not. (laughs) You have to to remember though that both Zeke and I are from the South and we yeah, just don't we got, like the cold. We got to have that hot weather. Oh, the cold it. is the best. I would say winter, fall, spring, summer. Winter. Really interesting. Well, we'll have to hash it out at some point later, but Paul, thanks for being with us today. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out with us and, and giving us some of your time. It was fun to have you on. Thanks for having me. So before we get out of here, Damarion, do you have a campus shout out for us? Yeah, I want to give one shout out to my guy, Sam Roberts, a legend. Let's if go you know Sam. This man. <laughs> he is the king of filibusters. You got to get to know him. Solid guy. Sam's a good dude. That's a good great guy. shout out. That is a great shout out. So that is it for our episode today at the Smokestack Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we'd love to interact with you. We'd love to hear what you think, what you think the best Asbury tradition is. And we will see you next time uh, on episode five. So sign off from the Smokestack. See you. See you.